Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me today on this chapter day journey. We're in Hebrews chapter 7, and it was verses 18 and 19 that resonated in the quiet this morning. It says, the former regulation, the law of Moses, is set aside because it was weak and useless. For the law made nothing perfect, and a better hope is introduced by which we draw near to God. Today's podcast is entitled, The Gray. I have a confession to make this morning. As the youngest of four children, seven years younger than my eldest twin brothers, I took full advantage of my birth position. Now, some of this was good. For example, I remember observing what patterns of behavior and or argument actually escalated my parents' anger and frustration. Not only was the conflict unpleasant, but I noticed it never worked out well for my sibling. So I correspondingly avoided making some of those same mistakes. And I had a relatively pleasant childhood and adolescence in the Department of Parental Relations. It wasn't all good, however. Being the youngest also afforded me the opportunity of learning how and when to take advantage of skirting rules, and by and large, how to get away with it. The age gap between me and my twin brothers was key here. See, when I was 12, my brother Tim was 19. So at Little Sib's weekend at the university, I not only got to enjoy attending a college keg party and drinking beer, but also made a lasting memory with my brother. See, Tim would have me stand around the keg with him, and when cute girls came to fill their red solo cups, Tim leveraged the novelty of my presence there to find out who they were, and he would introduce me as his genius little brother who was a freshman at the university that year. (laughs) And yes, got away with a lot of things like that. Long story short, I learned along the way that rules were meant to be skirted, not broken. And I became quite adept at getting away with all sorts of things as I stealthily discovered a parallel dimension of gray that existed, at least in my perception, around the black and white rules. In today's chapter, the author of the letter to the early Hebrew followers of Jesus is explaining how the Jewish priesthood and the law of Moses have been completed, transformed by Jesus. The law of Moses took sinful humans born to Aaron and Levi and made them part of a human system of rules, rituals, and sacrifices for the forgiveness of sin. The human priest, first of all, had to atone for his own sin, and once that was happened, then he could atone for the sins of the people. Jesus, however, was the sinless, spotless, once and for all sacrifice, risen from the dead existing eternally at the right hand of the Father, a forever high priest. He's not a priest of the law of Moses, the author declares, but of the mysterious eternal order of Melchizedek that is older and greater than the law of Moses. The author then boldly states that the law of Moses was weak and useless, arguing that rules can never make a person perfect. And ah, there's the rub. Religious rule-keeping never deals 
with the self-centered motives and the uncontrollable appetites at the core of the human heart. In my case, it was my personal motives and appetites that fueled my finding of that gray area in which I justified skirting rules for my own personal pleasures and advantages, of course. In the quiet this morning, I find myself thinking back to some of the things I used to get away with skirting the rules. Some of them are silly, and some of them somewhat sinister. I may have gotten away with a lot of things, but here's the deal. My heart always knew that it wasn't right. I knew, even at a young age, that I needed more than just rules. I needed to deal with the core issues of a self-centered heart and appetites run amok. And I discovered what the author of Hebrews is revealing. I discovered Jesus, who I decided to follow, who became the ultimate sacrifice for my core heart issues, an eternal living high priest who understands my weaknesses and receives me just the same with mercy and grace. It still doesn't make me perfect, but it does make me forgiven. I am no longer bound to rules that only prove that good I am not. I am freed to live out the love and the good that I ought. I hope you have a great day today, my friend. Have a good one. I'll see you back here tomorrow.